the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. Welcome to Marital Tiss, where we invite you into our marriage to debate the not-so-important topics, discuss each other, and more. I'm Tim. I'm Karen. And we're a couple of married geeks who often get very passionate when we disagree about the super-important topics like our favorite TV shows, personality traits, and whether it's actually important to press the record button. Yeah, Tim made us all mad last week because we had like, what, 10 minutes? Five minutes, something like that. Wasted time, essentially. And then had to do it all over Life again. Life is short. Press the record button on the first try. So how are you doing this week, babe? I'm okay. I'm a little under the weather, I guess. I think the the maybe cabin fever is catching up with me a little bit. Yeah. We're still mostly staying in. Obviously, like you're going to work and things like that. But it's just, it gets to be a lot after a while. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, working all the time. Yeah. Uh, it, it's wearing. And then the whole, you know, quarantine thing when we're not, when I'm not working. Yeah. We had a great conversation last week. With Brandon with and Amber. Brandon and Amber about different implications about what this has all meant for quarantine, especially in people with different perspectives than you and me. Yep. And this week we are, are doing part two of that conversation. We are welcoming Minda and Bo to the show. Yay. Hi. How are you guys doing today? Well, I mean, we're good. It's it, can we say the day of the week? It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. We record uh, throughout the week, but when this airs, it'll be Saturday. So, oh wow, you good for you, Tim. Nice <laughs> <laughs> turnover. That's serious turnover. He'll be holed up in his office for the rest of the night. Probably it won't be but... that bad. <laughs> no, we we're one show it. That's true. That's true. But yeah, you guys are in kind of a different position than both Amber and Brandon and Tim and I, because you started kind of hunkering down and is it fair to say getting more serious? Like right when this whole thing kind of kicked off back in March, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we were, we had started, um, God, this is so hard. Cause I don't talk <laughs> about my personal life. You have no idea. <laughs> <sighs> It, 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 it's a coming out party. Your fans is. Yeah, it was underway just as the pandemic mess, quarantine and mess started coming up. Yeah, and Tim and I were having a conversation about how much we loved having Amber and Brandon on last week. And I was like, man, I, it'd be so interesting to have an additional perspective of like, what's it like to really like start dating somebody in quarantine? He was like, actually, <laughs> I suggested that because you, your guys' relationship really like you had been together at least a little bit before. Well, we've been together a little bit, but we both work a lot, and he takes jobs that are out of state all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I work here locally, almost strictly doing the radio thing and the college thing. And with you, you know, we do the podcast thing and different networks, but he was gone. Like once he, you know, kind of made his intentions known like, Hey, Hey lady. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how that was. It. Hi, I want to be together, but dip. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get to know you. And then he was gone. Like he, yeah. and so I was like, well, that's, I mean, cool dude. <laughs> yeah. But then 
he came back and almost right as you came back, you kind of made your presence more permanent at my house. And then it had like that quarantine thing happened. I was like, this is a lot of, um, personal time this is yeah. it's a lot of relationships and i am not like i don't do that like i am not a serial dater i am not that person and i had been had i really had no hadn't been in a really like a real relationship in a long time and i was like why is this guy around all the time <laughs> <laughs> and then he like had to be around all the time because quarantine happened and yeah there was no choice really it was like, like it was like rosetta stone learning spanish by immersion just instead of Spanish, it was love. Oh, stop this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, looking up names for this show. Like, all he's so, Tim, you have no idea. He's so excited. Like, he's all of the titles he wanted to run past me. I was like, it's not our show. They named the show. <laughs> I, would I mean, I'm open to suggestions. I was going to just go with love in the time of Corona part two, but if you got better. <laughs> I mean, you're the well, comedian. I mean, you guys. I like how he yeah. says, well. <laughs> there's quarantine hearts. There's, there's love. Karen, don't encourage this shit. Karen, I'm sorry. <laughs> the best word, sorry. There's love, Demick. I hate love, Demick. I hate that you're the <laughs> I've been pushing that one. He's been pushing love, Demick 2020, like, bro. Oh, look at her. God, I, love so <laughs> I love it. Karen is loving Love Demic. <laughs> you like uh, Love Demic? You didn't hear the other one. What was it? Which one's? Oh, 14 Days to Forever. <laughs> <laughs> These all sound like legitimate dating shows that like someone at Netflix is like proposing and trying to cast for like really oh, yeah that's gonna be to the 2021 reality show is gonna be really they're do. recording some couple right now and I don't know why you guys didn't get in on it. They're recording some couple in quarantine that we're all gonna watch like we watched Tiger King this year. You guys can't not but yeah it's really interesting because i mean to me it's interesting i don't know if you guys found this to be true with that being the case for you but um having really the these are your options like you you're not seeing each other at all or you're together 24 7 right and so it's like what do what is the right choice for us as a new couple and how is that going to potentially impact the future of us as a couple, regardless, like whatever we choose, it's going to have an outcome, right? That's going to be dependent on that particular decision. So how did you guys come up with kind of your routine and how you're going Are to... Are you saying, how do we not kill each other? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> with many, many more words, I'm trying to say yes. How did you not kill each other? I am super mean. So it was really hard because... As evidenced by Love Demic 2020, he is super into Hallmark. This is real. Like, I'm not kidding. He's super into Hallmark movies and romance and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, what? And you're into death. And... I'm not into death. I'm not into <laughs> <laughs> oh like, you, you, you didn't introduce me on your show so people don't know what I do for a living. He's for, a dead girl, everyone. For, for, That's the, all. for those who don't listen to our sister shows, no matter how many times we plug them, Minda is the co-host of Dead Girls Talking, and That's Just My Face. Uh, she's also... It is a, you're a mortician, correct? Yeah, yeah. At, 
and then Bo is, I know he's a stand-up comedian. Uh, you guys are both stand-up comedians. But I would say Bo more now because I've on, I flipped over to the production side more. Yeah. Uh, and then what else do you do, Bo? I'm a pot feeder by trade. Okay. So that's like nuclear plants and yeah. boilers. And, he builds and, nuclear plants and does math in his head. And, and stuff like that. And, and so you're really, plants. really smart. Yeah, he is he's like really, really smart. And so, but he also thinks he's really, really funny. And so one thing I wasn't, wasn't ready for is also I'm a little high strung and he's super laid back. And that was, that's a weird thing to mesh together all of a sudden without easing into it. Tim and I. So he would do this stuff where he would hide around the house just to scare me. <laughs> During a pandemic. I'm already, I'm already running kind of high. You know? right, right, right. Yeah. So, so how was the adjustment for you guys, given that you guys have, you know, different personalities and now you're forced to be around each other 24 hours a day? Um, well, it's probably not as hard as you would think because we we both are deemed essential. Mm. Like we both work some. We also have four children between us, though. And so I have two. He has two. And learning how to balance that quickly. Yeah. Because again, I hadn't been in a relationship in a long time. Yeah. I was going to say, I've known you what a year and a half, almost two years now. And this is the only relationship I've known you in. Cause I don't talk about my personal life. So I'm really going out on a, that's yeah. true too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Mando. You're welcome. <laughs> Look at Bo. He's just so Let's look at that happy. Those like, like we're finally telling people. That's my no, other thing. It's me, everyone. It's me who's the one. <laughs> She's got your number. No. <laughs> I mean, even I can't back you up on the Hallmark movies, man. I'm sorry. That's how you love. Them. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was Are there even like I've only known Hallmark to be like the Christmas movie. Well, section. they have a whole channel. Yeah, Dude, I was gonna say like, what do they show not at Christmas time? What are you laughing? Christmas at? movies. <laughs> There's a Hallmark movie for every season and occasion. Flag Day. There's probably one. Love it. Flag Day. Corey Spelling stars in. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's yeah. it's like Lifetime, but without the murder. How exactly. Until we have coronavirus Hallmark movies. That's what I want to know. Oh, I've already seen pitches for it of like they stumbled into yeah, each other's those, chat calls. Are those real and, or are they just people? No, it's just memes. What a terrible okay. Zoom. Wouldn't that be terrible? Really, if you're gonna put if you're gonna pitch a coronavirus movie, it's gonna be like you know, finally a virus that we're telling our dates about or something like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God. So already out on the table. So I don't need know. to derail what you're saying. So you're asking us if it was hard. Um, I think it was probably more difficult for me than him because I, you know, hadn't had anybody like very consistently and no one in my home. First of all, mm -hmm. like that was like a big deal for me to even let you spend the night. <laughs> so, but, or meet your smile. That smile from Bo. Oh. Yeah. Silent <laughs> smile, ear to ear. See, but you're on an audio podcast. Huh? Well, we got to subtitle it. Oh, you, you can't, can't subtitle, subtitle it. No. 
We can do audio dis- or visual descriptions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, people know you're smiling because we're calling it out. Both. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my answer to your question. That it was, it was, it was difficult for me to kind of, I will say to sum that up, to relax. Because I don't well, do that well anyway. It to be. Me? Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I mean, it honestly wasn't that difficult because... When she talks about me being laid back, like until you experience it, I'm extremely like laid back. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to put it in words. Like, I backed into his car and I freaked out. And he was like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you freaking out? And I'm like, why aren't you freaking out? <laughs> but, yeah, it's, was this also dirt? I mean, it must have been recently, right? Like also yeah. during quarantine. So yeah, I, oh, yeah. we've only I, known each other. Pretty much during quarantine. Yeah, we, we like I knew him professionally, but I didn't really know him until because he had, you know, we'd gone through some life changes. Right. And it wasn't until after that that I, you know, kind of knew him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, everything that we're telling you is extremely recent. Yeah. So I think it was easier for me to like mail, you know, the lives, you know, because if she don't like something, I'm just like, OK, won't do that anymore. No Let's move on. <laughs> you know? He's so chipper about it. Too. Right. I like about it. What about the challenges when you bring the kids into it? Oh, you know, do, do they get along in this situation or um they get so there's a there's an age difference. Significant age difference. Okay. Yeah. That's hard though as a kid. Yeah. My sisters and I are all five years apart and I remember there were definitely times in my life where that was an issue. So yeah, I mean age is a huge thing. Well, there's a significant age difference between he and I Mm -hmm. as well. I am slightly older. (laughs) (laughs) And so my children are much older than his children. And his children are like twin age. Like they're they're right on top of each other. Bang, bang. And they're lower elementary school age. And so they get along. Um, They they don't see each other that much, though, because we. Not very much. And no, not with the current situation. But like, I think to sum it up. Like your your kids are kind of used to this environment, you know. But my kids were like home on the range on like nineteen acres, and they're six and seven, thirteen months apart, and they're just oh rowdy, God. grizzly little boys. Yeah. So, so with them, it's like setting off fireworks in the house. Literally. Literally. Wait, what? Yeah. No, no, they are like setting fireworks. Off no, no, the they house. actually set fireworks off in the, my upstairs. Yeah. Oh. They were oh. prophets. They were <laughs> They left some marks on the if walls, but they were prophets. They could have got a hand on the lighter. <laughs> what, was there a fire? Uh, he kept me away from upstairs at that time, so I don't think so, but I'm not sure. There was one behind your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was hot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, I, well, that, first of all, and that goes back to not having people in your house that you're not not people, but you know what I mean? Like I'm just, and again, I work a lot. So when I come home, I'm like, just like, I just kind of crash. Yeah. When Cause you, I, I don't you, think I've known you to have less than 30 jobs at one time. Right. Right. Um, Minda likes to have her private upstairs fireworks that are not for children. And then you throw kids into the mix and mm. they're there. They are setting them off upstairs. Like I like, but I do like his kids. They're very cute and they're very sweet. They're just, it's just been a long time since I've had little kids around and I forgot. And he says it all the time. He's like, you forgot the rules. 
<laughs> they, they require a little bit more energy than your teenager. Require your a teenagers. little more structure than mine. Yes. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're raising themselves at this point. They're grown. They've got I, a path. Mine have, mine have had to be shooed onto the path very quickly. I mean, you, I think you grow up a lot in this, or if that, unless that's not what you're talking about. But I think, especially right now, kids are growing up a lot. Yeah. In my opinion, like we don't yeah. have kids, but you know, just the, the, just this the whole quarantine's caused a lot know? of people to just kind of change their mentalities. Yeah, um, and kids are yeah. not accepted from that. So yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. They I do. do. I mean, all four of them seem to do okay. And but again, with when I get mine and when he has his, they're very, very rarely do does it fall on the same time. Very rarely. Gotcha. Has it ever? Once or twice. Once or twice. Yeah. So, so let, let's get back to you guys and the, the changes there. And what would you say are some of the, the more easy aspects of having been forced into the situation by quarantine? Um, well, as far as our personalities with that question, we do laugh a lot because we okay. are, and we're both, you know, we think on a different level than most people. So we see humor and really weird, but we both see things that are funny that probably other people would not think are funny. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's really helpful. That has, that has forgiven a lot of potential issues. Tiffs as we say. (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, I think that's really like something that you have to be able to do in a relationship. Like sometimes you look at the state of the world and you just, you just have to laugh. I mean, there's nothing else that you can do at a certain point. Right. But yeah. to just be like, okay, let's find what's funny in here. and Try to not want to like die from how upsetting and depressing it all is. So, so it's interesting because if you look at our social medias, like in real life, I am way more high strong and, you know, some kind of way, but on social media, he is the ranter, like the political, you know, and he's got, but I'm not. Yeah, exactly. That's Tim. 100%. Exactly, Tim. Because Tim, I've seen your keyboard warrior stuff going on there. <laughs> I, I have been known to engage in one or two anonymous Facebook debates. Tim releases um, his stress by ranting and raving on Facebook, and then he comes home. The stress is gone. We're able to have a nice time. In fact, yeah. just this week, I told Karen it was going to be a good day because some random stranger on Facebook blocked me. That's uh, awesome. Right. Um, I love trolling people. Oh, things. no, don't encourage him. <laughs> and I don't do that. I'm just like, right. just ignore it. What are you doing? He's like, no. no. It's yeah. more fun when you can it's just like ignore like, it. What's that? It's like a sport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like some people hunt and fish and other people troll arguments that I'm not but even I'm not even a part of. They don't play but, back with you, though. Like once no. you start, they stop. No. Not always. No, him particularly. Oh, oh. well, yeah. I go, too, I go too deep. Somebody who's smart. Uh, I go too deep too fast. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. We're not on that level. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, wrong podcast. <laughs> this is not hometown crowd. <laughs> Did I just make inadvertently make a sports thing? Did I sports just Did now? You, inexpl- you, in- you inadvertently explicited, I think. Oh, Oh, okay. I'm, I guess I'm going to have to pay more attention to the editing this I'll time because it. there's a couple now that I got to. We'll just sl- oh, no. we'll just slap an explicit tag on there. Who cares? Uh, it's all good. Who 
Who out there is going PG-13, to PG-13, I think, allows two, right? Yeah, and if you have a problem with it, Tim will fight you on social media. So, <laughs> Boom, nice comeback. Yeah, yeah. So how do you guys think, you know, that your relationship is stronger given this? Well, we didn't get a chance to really date date because everything shut down. Right. Um, so trying to figure out fun stuff to do that we weren't working or hosting. Right. Hmm. Has been really a challenge. I would say that's been a challenge. Yeah, because literally for a while there, when we were dating pre-quarantine, almost every time we hung out was either at one of your shows or my shows or yeah. popping in at someone else's show. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We were always we were work dating. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. For real. <laughs> so scandalous. <laughs> I know. See, Karen. That's why I didn't want to. Uh, and <laughs> nobody's gonna this. judge you. We have right. like a whopping audience size, so you know it'll. Yeah, well, we'll see after this. One. This is gonna go viral. <laughs> this is gonna go viral. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be. Well, you know, let me tell you why. Because he'll get on stage, and he was just on stage two weeks ago, and he was saying, he said, you know, I'm this girl I'm dating, and he gets up there and starts talking about this girl I'm. So he gets off stage, and the other comics are like, "Who are you dating?" And then he goes all southern. He's like, "I would never." But never. <laughs> Were you at the I show? I don't date and tell. It was my show. Oh, there you go. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was one of those or if it was well, a and separate I don't show. Him when he's on stage talking about stuff, and I'm just like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> there was a few shows, like when I was first trying to get your attention, that you'd just be sitting there watching your comedians and be like, what's up? Or I'd text you <laughs> like when it was super private, like when we couldn't even sit beside each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were showing out. I was not. See, in the very, very beginning, I was like, I don't date comics. Like, please stop. And, you know, that's true. And I was yeah. like, please leave me alone. <laughs> but, also do my, but also do my shows, because you're very funny. And I, I that's and a- he was like, no. <laughs> He's like, but I, but 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 I like you though. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was weird <laughs> because you know with a lot of guys they'll just be like, okay, well, this is hard. I'm gonna move on. No. Nah. Yeah. Um, but you were really nice about you were really nice because you didn't you didn't give up, especially because I was not easy to know. Because he said that one time, he's like, you know, there's a lot easier people to know. Like if I was just <laughs> wasting your time, I could go away somebody else's time and get somewhere faster. And then we had to like, you know, all of a sudden it was like, okay, now we have to stay together all the time because if we don't, we'll die from a terrible virus. Right. It's like the stakes are high to, you know, get to know each other and be a successful couple. Cause it's like, well, and well, we already- was, yeah. And then it was like the thought of, well, m- you know, what if we have to break up in the middle of this week? Where are you going to go? Right. Yeah. You know, I was going to, that was going to be my next question actually. It was like, was it something that you guys thought about constantly or not even constantly, but just occasionally, like, did you have in your mind, like a backup plan for if something didn't go quite right or, or were you just That's like, for you, cause this is my, oh, this is for me. <laughs> yeah, cause I look, yeah. Well, I, I don't really like with my work, I don't really need a backup plan for anything like that because it's so, so much of it is based on traveling mm. that, you know, I'm, whether it's not company paid or company paid, I'm always going to have some place to stay, whether I like it or not. Like being back in North Carolina, 
It's been difficult, like getting back to North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, that job was a, right. You know, it was because I was in Kentucky for a while, and South Carolina, South Carolina, and shoot, just recently I almost had to go to Indiana. So that was kind of my backup plan. My backup plan is just having to go back on the road. Like I'll just go back to work. That's fine. <laughs> I know. And and the other thing was I would so because in the beginning I was like you're just you're not looking for a girlfriend. You're looking for a place to stay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, sure. and he's like, I make like three times the amount of money you make. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> in, a nice, in the nicest way. In the nicest way. Yeah. Possible. He was nice about it, but it was kind of like humbling. It was like, Oh, like when I was in Kentucky, one of those things, like I want to date you because I want to date you. Like I want to be with you. Yeah. But, and I don't know if Karen can tell you this, but for women, it's almost inconceivable that someone likes you for you yeah definitely and in the things that you feel about yourself that are flawed someone else is like oh I love that mm-hmm. you know and I have a really hard time with that because I was a little background information I was in an extremely long-term marriage and ended quite suddenly I mean we're talking a 20-year relationship mm. that ended you know pretty rough and and he has a similar story, not quite as long, because, again, I'm a little tiny bit older. But um, so it was very difficult for me to trust anything. Totally. Yeah, it's I'm, and then like you have that whole spotlight of kind of the because I know, Mendes, you're a very like empathetic person and you yeah. like, you know, and having as an another empathetic person, it's really hard to see a lot of the pain and injustices and sadness and everything that's going on in the world. And so you have that spotlight on you as well. And then to have to kind of mix it in with, you know, having somebody see you in a way that you're not used to someone seeing you is I can imagine pretty challenging. So yeah. Anything, anytime where I am in a position where I appear vulnerable, I am not happy with that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Karen is ninja karate shopping at the camera right now. Yeah. Yeah. Vulnerability. No. Yeah. But it's like that Brene Brown thing. Like, you know, her, like she's, she's incredible. And she said, you know, if you're going to ever be somebody again, you have to be vulnerable. And I was like, Oh my God, I do not need this dude coming in being nice to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? This is crazy. And not just nice, like really going above and beyond for me. And the most important thing for me is my children and coming in. And when he was finally allowed to kind of know them, being super, super, super nice to them and considerate and not fake, like not weird. You know, you know how some people are. Yeah, Yeah. totally. And I, you know, I I imagine I'd be much further along. What was that? Sorry. I said, if I did fake, I would be much further along in entertainment than I am. <laughs> That's funny. I Was it any, did you feel any of those challenges, Bo, like coming <laughs> from Minda? Like, were you a little bit maybe receptive of the things that she was pushing back on? Or, or did you, did she like outright just say like, you know what, this is, this is a lot of things right now. <laughs> so was it well, like... <laughs> <laughs> Mount going, okay what are you gonna say yeah. <laughs> Mount Rushmore is very beautiful and it took a lot to chip away to get it to that point 
That's super sweet. That is very sweet. That's super sweet. It was highly, highly resistant. And on being serious and not being sweet or cliche or whatever, there was there was different fronts there. There was the me being a comedian, her being a booker, me not having a physical address versus here. There was a lot of there was a lot of showing her, hey, I'm being honest with you. I just like you. You know? You're right over there. I just went on with you guys. I love the phraseology of not having a physical address. Like, oh. Is that uh, a cool kid way of saying homeless? Homeless. I mean you're pulling he was working in Kentucky I had a beautiful tile jacuzzi (laughs) I I was laughing because I was wondering if I needed to clarify that he said she was a booker booker yeah not booger (laughs) not booger booker not not hooker not a hooker no (laughs) show promoter yeah like I build shows if you you guys don't know what a booker is I build comedy shows and other events and I then book the talent and generally I'm the host so in a way, she is kind of in the way. Is it fair to so. say boss? Kind but, of. Oh, see, that's the thing. That's what everybody said. Remember when they found out? What'd you say? I'm sorry. No, not is, really. Is it fair to say boss? I I don't think to me that doesn't sound right. It, but yeah, boss. <laughs> <laughs> you you'll be told by no one what to do, right? On the flip side, no, Linda no, 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 if no. you ever want to work in this town again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, when we started talking, I made it. I know this sounds like a, a a dick move, but I made it perfectly clear. I was like, I'm doing shows all over the state in in different states. I don't need you to book me. He was abundantly clear about that. He said, it. he's like, I don't need you. And I was like, I put you up on stage first. Yeah. Just saying. And you did. Putting that out there. Yeah. Well, that's like a runway. Do but you not, Tim? You fun. were there. He was, that was at Tap House. That was his very first show. He was, was the, really? the open micer that he was not on the lineup at all. He had just started doing comedy and he had messaged the page and said, hey, please excuse me. I would like to, if possible. And I said, sure, I'll give you a couple minutes. Wow. Oh, I did so not know polite. that was his first time. No, he was incredibly polite. That yeah, he, he is incredibly polite. But yeah, I was going to say, you've been super polite this <laughs> I've actually no, never met Bo before. Yeah. So this is my first time with with Bo. And I think that um yeah, I mean I you know, the whole the whole boss thing, I don't think that that is the situation. I don't think that I would have assumed that that's a situation, but no, I don't but it makes for a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was but horrified I guess- by that thought. I was like, oh no. Yeah. I said, I, don't, I was like, I don't want people to think that I'm booking you because we're dating. And he's like, nobody's going to think that. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm famous. You know what? On the flip side of that, I don't want people thinking I have to date a woman to get booked in Fayetteville. <laughs> they probably didn't think that right now. <laughs> no, you guys are definitely have. I haven't ever met you, but I've seen your shows and I have seen Minda stand up as well. And I, you both have your own incredible talents and unique styles and things like that. So yeah, I think that it's, it's just like a good way for you guys to have come together. I think that it's definitely a great ability to be able to laugh and make things into a joke. (laughs) Cause like, that's, like I said before, sometimes that's all you can do, but yeah, I guess really what I wanted to know more than, more than anything is 
the, how is like the stagnant quality of like dating during a quarantine? Because, you know, there's plenty to do normally um, where you can like express your hobbies and interests and take someone to do something that you really enjoy and, you know, just have different types of dates. And obviously that still isn't the case and definitely certainly wasn't the case back in, you know, March, April. So is there something to being able to do the same thing over and over? Or did you kind of miss having that ability to do different things? Well, honestly, when you're, when you're dating, like texting or whatever, getting those first lines in the water, you know, there's a lot of pursuit, you know, and then people, people get what they want and they quit the pursuit. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to be in a relationship, I don't think that that should stop. I think that every day you should continue to pursue that, that person. So, so there's been, even though I wouldn't say it's been stagnant because, you know, if she wants to, she wanted to redo her porch, her, her deck area. So we redid it together and, you know, you can always get flowers delivered. Yeah, and he's, oh. he's done that. Like, I like I left work one day, and, or I went to work one morning, and I was just, it was a bad day. And then I got to work, and I was only, and the, you're lucky I was there, <laughs> because I was only there for three hours in that building. And while I was there, he did have flowers delivered to my office. And we had, you know, it wasn't in the very beginning. Like, this is not, this is fairly recently. Yeah. He's way nicer than me. Like, I'm a jerk. No, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> not to me. <laughs> but you can always do that, and you can always, you know, get up and fix somebody a cup of coffee, or you can always, you know, let them go to work and stay home and clean the house, or just do little stuff like that because it's fun to go out and date and drink and party and stuff like that. But in a mature relationship, it's the little everyday things that really make a difference. Yeah. Like, that's like cleaning the house. There's nothing romantic about that. God, but I have feelings. <laughs> like, I come home and that house looks good. I'm like, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Make a lady fall in love having a clean house to come home to. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, it's, it must have been all those Hallmark movies because he is really good at those things. Like, he would leave little notes around the house. And, but not just for me, like when the kids are home, he's like, have a great week at school guys, you know, cause when he, he would work, God, you were working in Durham. And so you're gone all night. Yeah. Yeah. I was so working. He would be gone yeah. all night. He's working the night shift driving two hours. So he had a four hour commute every day. And so he never saw us like, or me or them. So he's leaving like notes around the house. Like, you know, have a great day guys go team, you know, and it's just, he's a big proponent and that's not something I'm used to. Yeah. And so he's like a big proponent of really keeping things alive. And I and I will say, in the interest of full disclosure, like we have a pretty good relationship on the on like on the onset. But you know, I said, do you want to do something? And he's like, you know, maybe we should go to counseling just to make sure, like a fine tune, like like a, yeah. like like how you take your car to the mechanic. Like maybe we should go to counseling and just check in with each other. Totally. So we did that recently. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a lot 
better. Like, I think some people maybe could benefit from that advice. Definitely. Um, and you know, counseling is an essential service right now. So even, or, and they offer it online and, you know, all kinds of things, but it's not, it's no joke out there right now. Like dating. No, and and that stress. Yeah. It's a lot. Well, my job is really, he, my job is like constant, like the death stuff really is. And I will come home and I am just like, you know, (laughs) so, but I forgot where I was going. I had like an excellent, amazing point and it's just gone. I forgot I was going to say. Well, that's okay. Okay. (laughs) In the, it was in in the interest of full disclosure, I think, was the yeah, opening line. Yeah, like that whole thing. Oh, oh, what does it say is like, and that is the difference between uh, the types of relationships that people have. Because you can get in a relationship and you can treat every weekend like it's your honeymoon, but you're not building substance. Right. So this, this whole pandemic thing has forced us to be like, okay, like you can build substance or the minute Governor Cooper lifts those restrictions... You can, yeah. 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 And I was going to say too, I think that something that whether we've wanted to learn this or not, um, this whole quarantine and really everything that's gone on in 2020 has really, I think, taught people more than we already knew what's important and where our values lie and everything like that. And so to have that kind of come to the surface and be, reevaluated by ourselves and then to share that with another person I think does you know if you can survive through that and you can align with that I think that that makes for a really strong situation and you know it just reinforces it to have things like going to counseling and being able to have those conversations and make each other laugh so I think I'm a fan of the I stand the relationship what I'm trying to say. Give us a thumbs up. Look at that. Well, before we... I feel like we're on Chopped and one of the judges has made it work. Yeah. (laughs) Well, before we go, where can people find you guys? Oh, my God. Well, you know where you can... Like, I am on... I'm the co-host of Dead Girls Talking. I'm the co-host of That's Just My Face. Um, I'm a little bit in charge of 910 Comedy. So, any of those things. And the 910 Comedy Network, which this beautiful show is a part of. Yep. You can hear me on the WKML 95.7 if you are in and around North and South Carolina, um, 7 to midnight. God, it's ridiculous. You're it's, everywhere. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> I'm going to stop now. It's not about eyes and ears. Me? I, I guess you can look me up on Facebook. And Amazon. No, and Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a special on Amazon. Yeah, I'm on Facebook and Amazon. Uh, Boa Lambus. Yeah, Boa Lambus. What's your special called for those looking for new things to watch in quarantine? Yeah. It's called the big three. It has an explicit sticker on oh, it, yeah. just so you know. And an Oreo okay. on the cover. <laughs> well, we, we're going to have to slap an explicit <laughs> anyway. Cause That's I, fine. We've I guess one. I made some jokes or something. <laughs> I don't... I, it's, I'm, I'm tired, guys. I have cabin fever. It's a thing. Well, that'll <laughs> do it for this episode of Marital Tiffs. If you Thanks guys for us. Yeah, thank oh, you. Absolutely. We loved having you guys on. I think that was a really interesting conversation. And if anybody listening out there has any of their own stories that they want to share about dating in quarantine or being in a relationship during quarantine, any advice, any 
things they want to complain about, <laughs> we're here to listen to you. You can weigh in on all social media at Marital Tiffs on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at maritaltiffs at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. If you're an Apple podcast listener, please rate and review us. You can find us on the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. Check out 910 Comedy on Facebook and check out our sister shows, Minda's shows, That's Just My Face and Dead Girls Talking and my other show, Hometown Crowd. Thanks for listening to Marital Tiffs and thank you, Minda and Bo, for joining us. Thanks. Have a good night.